Welcome back to Elevator Inspiration for Sunday School. Hey you all, this is our first lesson in the summer quarter. And this is an outstanding lesson. It is entitled, Holy, Holy, Holy. I like that title. And it's outstanding. This is a series in the next, um, I believe, four lessons. We're going to be looking at the prophet and praise. And like I said, lesson one is taught for June the 1st, 2023. And this is part of the Kojic Legacy version. So let's get started and see what we have in store. This is coming from Isaiah, the sixth chapter, verses one through four. And, and this is a unique lesson. I like using that word unique because it's a familiar lesson that we are very familiar with. Um, the sixth chapter. This for looking at the first four verses in that chapter. Okay. It is entitled true worship recognizes God holiness. And it started out saying in the year that King Uzziah, sometimes I've heard people say Uzziah, but Uzziah died. Now that actually put a time frame. Isaiah is writing this. Uh, king Uzziah is actually was a good king. Even though towards the end of his kingdom, he did something very sinful that caused him to become a leopard. That he tried to go into the temple of God and light incense, which was only designated for the priest to do. And because of that, he was stricken with leprosy. And he, he's, he has died is what Isaiah is saying. So during his reign, it was very prosperous. And when he died, notice what Isaiah said. I saw also the Lord sitting up on the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. I highlighted this right here. So basically, well, Isaiah is actually in the temple, probably praying, and he was lifted up into heaven. And he actually got a glimpse of what took place. We see this glimpse in Revelation. Notice verse 2. And it stood, the seraphims. Each one has six wings. With twain he covered his face. With twain he covered his feet. And with twain he did fly. And I want you to think about this right here. When you think about it. There are actually six wings, but only two of those wings is used for work. Notice now, two cover his face, two cover his feet, and two he did work. He flew with two wings. If we take our time and spend time worshiping God instead of focusing on everything else, we'll have time to do work. Verse 3. And one cried, and another one said, can you hear that? One crying over here, another one is crying over here. They're saying, holy, holy, holy. Notice now, I, I like this right here because it used the word holy three times. And I want to say, this is just me. I want to say this is a reflection of the Trinity. They're equal in power. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Each is receiving holy. Is the Lord of hosts. The whole world is full of his glory. Now, some might argue with me, but later on, I want to show you how when he's commissioned, God said, us, 
I want to, I want you to look at that when we get into that verse here, but here, holy, holy, holy. And then verse four, and the posts of the doors moved at the voice of him that cried and the house was filled with smoke. And again, up here, it says his train filled the temple. Here it's saying the house was filled with smoke. This is a reference to the glory. All of the temple was filled with God's glory. And notice now, this is my takeaway from this. It says, if Isaiah described God's position as high and lifted up, which he has no equal, there's no other that is equal with God because he is high and lifted up. If God, if God to occupy the center of our lives, we must view him not having an equal, but someone who can, we can access and render praise and honor just like the seraphim. And if we spend our time, if we spend two thirds of our time worshiping God, giving him praise and giving him honor, everything else will fall in place. And notice it says, holy, holy, holy. I picked this verse out in the name of God because I want to see what name here is used for God. Yahweh Seboah. Yahweh Seboah is occurred 240 times in the Hebrew scripture, reminding us that all of creation, even its fallen condition, is under God's rule and reign. Yahweh Seboah. Holy, holy, holy. So my question I'm going to ask the clients is, if God is high and lifted up, why is it so difficult to serve him? The next outline is Isaiah responds to his vision of God. This is verses five and six. And then said I, woe is me, for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. You see, when you have really true worship and you come face to face with God, you're going to realize your sinfulness. For he says, for my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. When you really get a good glimpse of what God looks like, think about it. Moses at the burning bush. I said Moses was in the mountain and God let, his hind, let the hind part pass by. Uh, you can go through scripture. Abraham fell down and worshiped God. You can go through scripture and you can see when patriots came face to face with God, they looked at themselves and realized how unworthy they are. And then verse six says, and then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar. And he laid up on my lips and said, lo, this has touched thy lips. And notice here, when that touches lip, thine iniquity is taken away and thy sin is purged. There was nothing that we can do except accept God's grace. Here Isaiah realized, when he realized, woe is me, that I am undone. I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean. When he realized that, the, ain't, the seraphims lift the tongue, touch his lips, and purge his sins. So what is my takeaway? 
when Isaiah viewed the majesty of God, his immediate reaction was to view himself and those around him in a new light, undone, unworthy. So likewise, when we encounter the holiness of God, we will recognize our own sinfulness with equal clarity. Oh boy, isn't this a magnificent lesson when you think about it? So my question for Zoom is this. What does this phrase mean to you? Worship is directed to God, but God does not need worship. But we do. Okay. What does that really mean? We are the ones that need worship, not him. And then Isaiah commits to the call. Our last outline is just one verse, verse 8. And you know that verse. And also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who would go? Know that? Look at that. Who would go for us? The Trinity. God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy. You cannot separate them. They are one, but are distinct in nature. Maybe that's not a good word to you. They are distinct individuals. They are one. And then said I, let's talk about Isaiah. Here am I, send me. So true worship responds to God's call. You see, when we worship, because we need to worship, not God. We need to worship. When we need to worship, we can hear God and we can respond to God, what God is saying. But first, we have to be purged of our sin. So what is my takeaway? When sin leaves our lives, we can hear God. See, sin clouds our judgment. Sin makes us hard of hearing the right voice. When sin is removed, we can focus on God and experience a clearer understanding of his purpose. Like Isaiah, we can hear God and we can answer his call. But what has to happen? Sin has to be removed. So my last question for the Zoom session is this. Why does sin block the hearing of God's voice? Why? Why does it block the hearing? So my lesson learned. My lesson learned is this. See, spirit-led worship. Spirit-led worship marks true believers. Through the spirit, we worship God by bringing all our creative faculties under Christ's rule. Like Isaiah, who experienced the burning coal to purge his sin. Afterwards, he realized that God was more interested in purging sin than punishing sin. So Isaiah committed himself to God's mission for his life. And considering this lesson, I looked at it and I said, I must not simply worship God on Sunday, but I got to commit myself to reflect the attitude of what Isaiah said, send me. God. I got to hear. I got to ask for forgiveness of my sin. Hear what God has to say and have an attitude saying, send me God. And my thought to remember is the removal of sin enables one to hear what God is saying. You cannot hear God until you remove your sin. Amen. That is amazing when you think about that.
At this time, I want to spend a few moments in reflection. Our key verse was, And one cried out unto another, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and the earth is full of his glory. Notice now, in Isaiah 6 and 3, compared to, I think, Revelation 8 and 4, holy, holy, holy is mentioned, but here it says, The earth is full of his glory, and Revelation is heaven. That location where he is is full of his glory. So, when you think about that, God's glory is here on earth. And we are a representation of that glory. God is awesome. And when Isaiah see him in our lesson today, he realized that he was undone. He dwelt among the people that was undone. He realized his sin. And God focused more on purging his sin than punishing his sin. And when sin was driven away, he could actually hear God. When we go and worship, do we actually ask for forgiveness so we can hear what God has to say to us? Think about that. I think this was a great, great lesson. Let us spend some time now in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we honor you for you alone are worthy of our worship and adoration. We live in a world where there is a lack of reverence for your direction and guidance. Give us, forgive us of, for times when we compromise by agreeing with this culture, this world system, and use us as change agent to bring glory to this world. Allow us to bear witness that your word is true. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, thank you all. Um, like I always say, see you in Sunday school. And I've had some requests for individuals to actually uh, give. Um, again, I do this part of our church for the members who cannot come to church. I send this to them. And here's our cash app that you can give. Um, um, and also, if you want to give by Zelle, that's the church email. And again, thank you. If you like what you're hearing, I just encourage you to hit that bell and share this with a friend. Thank you again. And like I say, see you in Sunday school.